Okay, so till now what we learned is that Shabbos means a day where the world is on the level of Hashem's thought. And just like by a human being, their thought is something which is personal. No one knows what you're thinking. Your thought is about you within. So too, Shabbos is a day where it's the world is united with Galilees. And then the Rebbe spoke about how this is something which is not just pertinent for Shabbos. This is something which affects the way you live. It means, if you look at the world as being one with Galilees, that nature is just a garment for the Gali energy within, you have a whole different attitude to when a God sends you a fastball or a curveball or something that you, you seem, it seems like you can't handle. If you look at the world as a separate entity, so then when you get that curveball, you are looking like this is something you have to overcome. You have to now uh, do something to stretch out your hands and, and try to make this work. Versus, if you look at the world as being only a garment for godliness, so that's how you look at the world, when you get that curveball, you know this is part of batting practice. This is part of Hashem. Is, is Hashem sees that you could be a bigger man than the one you are. That's why Hashem is sending you the curveball, because He wants you to reach, stretch your hands out and do something that you thought you couldn't do. So, it's, so it's, it's by conditioning ourselves to think Shabbistic that we're able to have a different approach to living our lives. So it, it's mamish l'chadchila river. It's mamish a whole, a whole different way of living your life. That's, that's what we did so far in the first sikha. Now we're up to the second sikha. It's on page 7, Oisei. Story of Benzin Raider. Um, first of all, the the you said that what the Rebbe said seems to be different than Shabbat Tachan, right? Yeah. And what we did yesterday, um, there's um. If I understand what he's asking, yeah, go ahead. If I understand what you're asking, is the difference between will this become good or is this good right now as it's happening? Is that, is that what your so question that, is? So that's, that's the classic interpretation, like in Sharon But the Rebbe seems to be saying something else. No, which, which one is it? Is this good right now? Or will it become good? So it's the, it's the mindset in the midst of it. Exactly, exactly. But the Rebbe seems to be saying something else. What is he saying? It may not be good, but rather than look at it as not good, look at it as, ah, this is custom made for me. To, to uh, draw out the best in me, to draw out the best in me for the, for the that's, 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 that
that's stressful? How does yes. that contradict sorry, there's nothing? That there's no there's no feeling whatsoever, that there's nothing not there's no challenge in the moment. Nothing can phase you ever. Yeah. But I mean Okay, you, you I think the following response that Rebbe will give clarity about the connection between these two concepts. Um, there's, a, there's a woman, I think her issue was that she couldn't find anyone to marry. I'm not sure. And she asked her for bracha. And Rebbe, and she, and Rebbe showed Rebbe several letters. Rebbe didn't answer her letter. And then, and then finally, Rebbe answered a letter and she said to her, the reason why I didn't answer you till now is because I wanted to see how divine providence, among other reasons, because I wanted to see how divine providence would lead you during the summer. And Rebbe says that uh, I think I share this with you. Then I share this to you. And Rebbe says this one has never heard. Then Rebbe says that um, a human being can never be certain about what's good for them. A certain human being cannot be certain what is really good for them. And this understood that. Uh, what our sages tell us, he's supposed to say, this is also good. And by saying that, not just saying that, but but, but believing that there are things that we don't know about, that causes that the goodness that's there already should be revealed to your mind until it's revealed to your eyes. You could see how this itself was for good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is. It is different. Yeah, truth is, I don't know if you know this, right? But but they're both gemaras. I know we call you shulchan No, I'm just I'm asking, is that or? I, I, I don't know why Shulchan Aruch mentions one over the other, but he does say in general, Chassidus, but I'm not sure why Shulchan Aruch prefers one way or the other, but I do know is, is that there is, um, there is, there is a, um, a perspective that Yonatan is asking, well, we're expecting things to change. But the, the first step of Bitachin is realizing what Hashem is doing for right now has, is you believe that you don't know everything. That's, that's, that's step one, really. Step one really is, is or it's to climb out of the box that you own a ton of, and to say that you believe Hashem is going to change it for good. Um, it starts with, it, it's, it's not, you're not stopping with, but part of that is you believe there's something higher than you, that you, that you don't know everything. Uh, people are very complex, so it's, it's easy to draw a line and say this is what it is, this is what it's not. Part of the attitude of Betachin is that you believe that this is not, that you don't know everything. And that Hashem is doing something, and you, know what it, you don't know why He's doing it, and you believe this is also good. And that, and that itself, you believe this is also good, and that, that, that itself may, causes to widen the, the, the pipeline through which Hashem is sending you brachas, and, uh, and, and the things should change in the, in the future. It, 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 they're connected to each other. It, it sounds like a paradox, really. Because if I say it's going to change in a minute, and I say I don't like it, that means that I'm saying this thing isn't good. But it's not really by in a neshama of a Jew, which is which is infinite. These two concepts are are, are uh, two halves of one sh- coin. You're trying to change it. You're trying to get the veneer taken off to reveal what was good there all along. So, 
So, by, so Yonatan is asking, isn't that Emunah not Pitachin? So I'm answering, it's, it's, uh, we're not like a, a car where you have the carburetor here and the, and, and the spark plug there. And Emunah and Pitachin are both two halves of one coin in Sham of a Jew. You, you, you can't, you can't ex- divide it so sophisticated in such a sophisticated way with a, with, with a, with a razor and a, and a Hasidic magnifying glass. You, 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 a Jew who has betachin Hashem also has emunah Hashem. Your betachin Hashem is also saying is also saying that with the way you look at things, you, you don't know everything. It, it's it's um, so so when Nebuchadnezzar has been seen later, that that you should realize what's going on is Hashem is asking you to jump higher. It it it, it means that you believe, you have emunah that what happened was for a reason, and you. Have, so that's Okay, so, so, so it's true that in that answer, Deb is talking about the past, and the, the, in, the, in the conventional way, Deb explains we're talking about the future, that's true, that there's a difference. There's another, okay, let me just qualify. There are two different ways of interpreting Emunah and Betachem. One is that, as, as you're used to, because you've been pickled in Hasidic juice, that Betachem is about the future and Emunah is about the past. Pickled in Hasidic juice. Yeah? Emuna pickled, pickled, pickled. You never, you never pickled. Pickled the hamburgers. Put some salt on it. You pickled the hamburger. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I'm going to go one way of looking at it is Muhammad Khai is thinking if you to come ten minutes later, I'll give you more time. Anyways, one way of thinking that I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough crowd. You're right that the general way Hasidus translates the difference between Amuna and Bitachan is that Amuna is about believing the past was good, and Bitachan is about believing that the future is going to be better. That's a conventional way Hasidus translates Amuna and Bitachan, correct. There is another way that's trans- that the Jewish philosophers translate. It could be Chassid mentions this as well. I don't. I don't know, but in this particular response to uh, to Rabbin Rader, it seems like the Rebbe is adopting the, ex- the the usual way that that this the usual distinction that's made among Jewish philosophers, and that is, the betachin is a higher level of emuna. The betachin is an absolute certain. Like, what does the word betachin mean? The word The translation of the word betachin. Betachin means. Betachin means certainty. So it's not just that you believe, you're certain. So if you were certain that what happened in the past was good, what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you really believing then? Your certainty means that what's happening has a purpose. It, it, it's, a different, it's a different level of, of saying Gamzul Teva. Gamzul Teva can mean like, yeah, Hashem was, uh, there, there are things that I don't, I don't know. And a higher way is that you say this is a directly a message from Hashem and I need to figure out what this message is for me. That's a, a, a that, that comes from a different different level of certainty about of in, in Hashem. You hear or no? So it's a different translation of betachin. It's betachin as regards to the past. You're used to the other translation betachin as regards to the future. I'm only adding. Huh? Yes, he was only talking about, about about the past, about about. But what I'm telling you is that these two translations aren't mutually exclusive. When a person has that v- conviction, that what he doesn't know everything, and he trusts that Hashem, what Hashem is doing is good, 
that allows him to open his mind and heart to say that Hashem is going to make a difference in the future. It, 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 it's the gamzul Teva is the first step of betachin. It's not. It's not mutually exclusive. It's not like there are some people that say that what the past was good, and Hasidim say the the future will be better. That's not the way. To, that's not. That's, there's a one. There's a lower level. That's what Jews. Jews. Other Jews say. It, 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 it's. It, there's a relationship between Jew and Hashem, which, is, which he has a Muna. And, and on the surface, there is a. It's. It's mamish a paradox. On the surface, betachin and the, the way Hasidim translates it, the paradox. If yesterday it was good, then why am I saying tomorrow is going to be different? But what I'm saying is that only on the surface, in, in the words, is it different. But in the nefesh, in the soul of a Jew, it, it's, it's mamish two halves of one coin. You, you believe that the Abishter knows more than you, and you trust in him, and you rely on him. And that itself, you rely on him, you don't know everything, and therefore you, you assume that the fact that look, this girl didn't find a shidduch that summer, there's a reason she finds she believes Hashem knows what's best for her. And uh, that, that itself causes her to feel the future will be better. That not just causes Hashem to make things better. That also opens her up to believe that the future will be better. That requires a recognition in the moment that something's not good. Right. No, 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 nobody, we're not talking about the estate of Zusha Anapolia's yard site. Zusha Anapolia famously, uh, he was the guy who, who said that things were bad were good. Things which were openly bad, that we would define as bad. He used to define them as actually, he has no idea what the problem is. That's a unique madrega. We're not, that, 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 that doesn't, that's not what the Rebbe is referring to. When, when the Rebbe says people have nuchsa nefesh, and they have absolute certainty that what happened to them was good already in the past, they're not saying that they're like a bzusha, and, and, and they believe, that the Pasha can't see what the issue is, like a bzusha. The Rebbe's talking about people like us, regular people. One second. The, the, the recognition that what's happening is, it's not something that you like, it, uh, there are two brachas, right? There's a bracha, and another bracha, bracha teva So the recognition that what's happening is, is in the category of bracha teva was not something that Rizusha had. He didn't have that because he had such a connection to Hashem that for him, he didn't see Bechlal as a bracha teva kind of thing. He saw Bechlal as a bracha teva kind of thing. That, that's who he was. So that menuchas nefesh that you have is, yes, that's what I'm saying, it's a prerequisite to believing the future will be better. You believing that what's happening to you already is Gamzul Teva, and even though you don't see it, and you trust Hashem, that Hashem knows why it's good, even though you don't see why it's good, but you trust He, that causes the hidden good in this thing to be revealed by the Abishter. And second of all, by yourself, it also allows you to have a, high, a, a, a deeper um, conviction that the future will be better. In other words, adversity gives a tremendous chance for you to elevate your character. Adversity gives you a chance to elevate your character, yeah. Without it, what would you do? Everything would just be going to Disneyland. Draw it out. Oh, no. I'm serious. I'm serious, too? I'm serious, too? No challenges? Yaakov wanted to. Okay, we'll stop here.